Well, hello there. Welcome back to Unseen Underground Podcast. I'm your host, Steve, aka Unsung, at Unsung the Rapper on socials. And this is a special episode. Um, yeah, uh, Steve doesn't have a guest again. Actually, that's not true. Uh, uh, well, yeah, he's his own guest again. Yeah, technically. So, uh, I just released an album in August called Hand Painted Model Trains. And our good friend of the show... Uh, rapper producer Teddy Faley reached out and you know in numerous ways uh, email text uh, put it on his blog his uh, Teddy Faley rocks USA blog and just really begged to be able to host the show for one episode and interview me about the new album yeah Steve asked him to do it so we thought it would be fun if we could all get together for a weekend me Teddy and Chaz and we booked a cabin so we were at the cabin all together uh, for the interview whole weekend of just max and relaxing and chillaxing really we really forgot to record any parts except for the actual interview but uh, Chaz has transcripts so we were going to read those these transcripts are just kind of based on my memory of what was said yeah that's fine though Um, so I'm going to read the part of Chaz, and Chaz is going to read the part of Teddy. So, you ready, Chaz? Let me just uh, get my glasses on here. This is a text from Teddy. Uh, hey, Steve. Can't wait to hang out with you bros for the weekend at the cabin you rented. Pleasure in Pine. Sounds really dope, bro. Hey, Teddy, this is Chaz. We are here right now. If you need any help with directions, please let me know. ASAP. Hey, Dingleberries. I'm at the front door. I've got all my fishing pools and stuff for the weekend to have a totally great time with you two guys, bros. Knock at the door. Chaz Cooley stands up from his electric armchair. Time to investigate what the sound is, he says. He opens the door. Well, Tedward Faley, as I live and breathe, how are you, my good kind sir? Bro. Today. Bro, I'm ready to get this party kicking and starting, buddy. This fishing pole ain't gonna hook itself to no fish, I guess. Me as Chaz, I need to tell you something, Teddy. I know that you expected to spend the weekend with us bros just kicking and chilling, but we had other plans. Fire, dope, and peace. What is it? Well, we wanted you to interview Steve about his new album that came out recently cool 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 that is fire bro and you know i'll do anything for that cool cat man bro well cool i'm Chaz. have a seat right here and log into this computer we've got it all set up so you can interview steve skirt what i thought i was gonna be hanging out with steve when i interviewed him bro well steve is here but he doesn't feel comfortable doing interviews face to face so he thought that he would go in the other room where his computer is set up, and you would sit at this computer in this room. That way, he doesn't have to feel intimidated by a one-on-one interview. I'm Chaz. Walk a flock of what? That doesn't make any sense. What are we doing here, snowflakes? I'm Chaz. Just go ahead and sit right here, cool guy, and we'll go ahead and get this interview crank-a-lankin'. This audio setup is do 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 Thought you might like that, bro. I got all the cool stuff on here. Hells yeah. S- sit down. Chillin' chillin'. Just go ahead and talk right into the microphone whenever you're ready, and the interview will proceed. Okay. Well, his is probably going to be more substance-tip, 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 substantive. Uh, you know what I'm saying, than mine. Um, so, yeah, I never interviewed anyone before. I took, I took some notes. A lot of them are dumb. 
Um, okay. I'm here for it. Okay, cool. Um, I mean, if it, it's really bad, I'll just like, I'll just have myself ask the questions. Okay. No, it'll be good. I'm incredibly charming. So okay, it'll be good, funny. good. Nonetheless, good. it'll be good. Yeah. And we all could use some funny after listening to your album. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. All right. I don't know. Let's jump into it. We're good off the top, man. Welcome back to the two good boys with two good voices podcast, aka Unseen Underground. Um, yeah, it's some people call it Unseen yep. Underground. It's a podcast about ghosts mm-hmm. and rap music, <laughs> and the the middle of the Venn diagram where they meet together and mingle with one another. My name's Teddy Faley. I don't know if I said that already, but nope. In case I didn't, my name's Teddy Faley, uh, and I'll be interviewing uh, Unsung the rapper. Um, it's just unsung. How are you? Okay, okay. Well, there you took my first question. <laughs> Thanks. This we're off to a great start, man. That's like literally the top of my notes. <laughs> um, un, un, unsung is known uh, for being a less talented slug. Less uh, interesting. Less interesting slug. So, oh, sorry, that's harsh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just I just listened to your album again, and it. I don't know where you could have come up with that, dude. You know, like I said before, you'd have nothing like slug at all. A different time, you know. Um, that was a, during the Fat Friend blog era days. We're going to be talking about your uh, your new record. I want you to tell your body what your new record's called. The new the new record's called Hand Painted Model Trains by Unsung. It's a really good name. Thank you. Thanks for making an album with a good title. <laughs> Thanks. This is fun, by the way. Yeah, now this is good. We're good. You, <laughs> You and me skipping through a field, slow motion, holding hands, just talking about each other. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so what I was going to do, since I am i don't interview people like that, I interrogate people a lot, but I don't yeah. interview people. Either, um, either way works. I saw that you had posted like a breakdown of every song on Twitter or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I could just look through there and then ask about that. And then I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to do that. You could have looked look through there and just got your answers. And uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> cut it really short. Like I'll probably focus on the general feel of the record, uh-huh. which I think is like probably the the third most amazing thing about the record. Okay, I don't know what number one and number two are, but uh, I know it's number three. Every time you say something, it's like uh, I know it's going to be a compliment, but it always starts off as like kind of like a muddy shoe walking in the door. It's like. <laughs> It's like, oh, where's this gonna go? But it's like you know, you know, they're gonna take their shoe off before they come in, right? But it's like that chance that they right. they might just like drag it across the floor. It's like, oh, oh no, no, of course he didn't. Of course he didn't. I can't help it. It's a defense mechanism. Uh, no, I I have several myself. Yeah, I'm just a little little boy crying on the inside, really. So yeah, after you know, I just finished listening to your record again uh all the way through the question that stood out in my mind when it was over is what made you decide to make such a fun album um i i think i think the main thing for me was that it was cheaper than therapy um okay and i didn't have to leave my house basically Mm -hmm. um do you think you get the same thing because i saw you say that before that it's therapy to, to write for you or to make music is that legit I've, n- um, I've never always thought that was bunk myself. I've never been to uh, a therapist, so that's the closest thing oh. I have. Um, the one thing it did was let me sort out some of the thoughts that I 
that I had that I couldn't really put into words. Um, mm-hmm. So in that sense, yeah. And okay. the other thing was trying, just trying to remember how things happened and trying to remember specific moments because you're caught up in things so quickly. Like I think we were talking before how like you're just in go mode the whole time when somebody's somebody that you know and love is, is hurting or is sick. So things just kind of like jumble together. So it was, it was kind of like a way of journaling um, some of those moments and some of those feelings and okay. being able to, to at least come to terms with like, how can I start processing this in the future? Because so much of that stuff gets lost. So I think, yeah. I think it, it and gets folded like inside your personality it, it, and then exactly you right. kick a goat 10 years later or something. Precisely. Yeah. It, and it just kind of, it kind of comes out in weird ways. And I think that's, um, there's a lot on the album that seems like it's almost like thrown in, um, accidentally or like free thought writing, but like there's some instances where a line just, in my opinion, kind of comes out of nowhere, but yeah, that's my favorite shit. Well, I think like is when a whole line comes into my brain. Right. And, and I think a lot of that is when you're, when you're grieving, that's sort of what happens anyway. It's like, you can be talking about something completely unrelated and all of a sudden like that emotion hits you. And that's what you're yeah. thinking about. So that's, it kind of worked in a lot of those ways. Like, um, like some of the lines just spilling out, which, you know, maybe, maybe had a reference before that, but it was more abstract and this is more direct, but, mm-hmm. but I, I kept it in there because that's just how I was working through things. Like that's, that's the reality of it. That's how stuff comes out sometimes. Well, I think this is along the same lines. I think, um, we, the last time we spoke, we talked about grief for a bit yeah. and I th- we, I think we ended up kind of being like grief. What do you do about it? It's crazy or whatever. Like there, it makes no sense. Yeah. Right. It was kind of left to like, it's uh, a, a cipher. Yeah. Uh, and what are you going to do about yeah, it? Yeah. We didn't, I think your grief. album. Yeah. We didn't. No, we didn't. We didn't. We tried to, <laughs> yeah, exactly. it would have been great if we did resolve grief. Um, but, uh, I think your, your album, is i think you did it like that's that's what i'm thinking hearing your album is that it's you you nailed grief and and part of it is the heavy use of metaphors Mm -hmm. like i would correct me if i'm wrong but i would say 85 to 90 percent of what you write is a metaphor it's weird because because you're probably right you're probably right. Oh, I'm right. I I guess I've I haven't analyzed it in that way, but yeah, you're probably right. That's probably what makes sense what? to my brain and how to get things out there. I mean, I can you you there's so many quotables on your shit. It's all amazingly written, but the you you have to listen to it all the way through. I think, mm. um, and it's hard. Uh, like to be honest with you, it's so good. Like I don't know if I said that. Mm. Let me say like you made an incredible record thank you and i really and i think that you like did i really think that you solved you solved grief <laughs> dude you did it like I'm, li- I'm listening to it and like you in a like not directly but you like address the confusion that we were talking mm-hmm. about grief but you can't do it with you know this happened and i was sad or whatever right, right. you you have your own way of writing that i've referred to before maybe erroneously or whatever it's like and i don't think it's on this record necessarily but kind of like a 
free association sort right. of deal. Right. This seems more intentional, and you're trying to convey a feeling. Yeah. Maybe more than a point. <clears throat> Correct me if I'm wrong. No, um, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I, I feel like most of most of what I try to do is, um, and, and a lot of people think mood is a cop-out uh, when you're talking about making music. Um, uh-huh. I, I disagree. I think if it's so do done well, that you could really, you can really, uh, I don't know, convey a lot by just the music in general. Um, and when you choose to drop a verse out of the music and when you choose to let the music come through. Um, and I think that that's all very evocative and sometimes says a little bit more than, than lyrics can in, in some ways. Yes. Yeah, without a doubt. The, there's there's post work on there that's really good. Um, there's, hold on, I wrote it down, I believe. I have notes. I took notes. I think it's the last song. Is Mirage, I think. No, it's the second to last okay. song. James Miller? Yeah. I wrote, correct pout work. Wonderful drop. No part of me saw it coming, and it's perfect. Drums, horns, comma, hit. That's what I wrote. <laughs> what was the, wait, what was the first part of that again? I was trying to write the word great, but I wrote G R E Q T. So it says great or correct Greg pout work. It's it's supposed to say great post work. Oh, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah. You don't you don't like I used to make that sort of thing and like uh my buddy used to make that sort of stuff. I wasn't ready for it. Like most because most of your album's pretty low key and let like production wise and let your vocals be the yeah. star of the thing. Right. Um and on James Miller, that's exactly what's happening. And then it just opens up perfectly. Yeah. Like you could like you could have done half as good did, did you produce this? Yeah. Okay, I do research. Yeah. Um <laughs> you could have done half a good as job at is that drop and it would have been incredible. But it's perfect. The drums are Thank so you. crisp and the fucking the horns are did oh I don't know I made the stink face and probably did something with my hands when I heard it. That that song, um, as, as you can probably imagine, that was that was a rough song in in a lot of different ways. Um, mm-hmm. And it took me to a pretty dark place when I was making it and writing it. And part of that reason was because the original version I was unhappy with, and I felt like that song in particular was like my 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 big ode you know to my to my father in the time that we had together um <clears throat> so i was really unhappy with the fact that i didn't like the outcome um yeah and so i ended up completely changing the beat there were too many words stuffed into it like it was it's mm-hmm. a slow song but there were too many words so it was like coming out fast so i rewrote the whole thing took out a bunch of words and i think it was more effective and changed the beat made it a lot more minimalist and when that when that drop comes, um, I was planning on doing a second verse for it, and on over the drop, right? And yeah, I would just I was listening to it more and more, and every time it would get to that part because it is an emotional song, and just when that part comes in and it's so much louder than the rest of it, I would listen to it like when I was driving up to Pittsburgh to see my mom, and almost every time it came on, I would just crumble. Like I would, 
break down in tears. Yeah. Um, like it would just flood out. So there was no part of me after that happened that wanted to do anything else on there. The only thing that I thought about, which would have been funny, um, was when that part comes in and it plays for a little bit, repeating, and I'm going to be all right, and you're going to be all right. Like the, the atmosphere song. Yeah. <laughs> but, that, but that... <laughs> that it, I would have found that hilarious. It would have been hilarious, but yeah, it would have taken a lot away from it for me. <laughs> uh, no, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, and there's a bunch of dummies out there that would probably be like, that's atmosphere, man. Yeah, exactly. Atmosphere. exactly. Yeah. Like I've seen, I've seen your Twitter bio, man. He was right. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't I don't want to live up to that. I can't. Here is James Miller names the planets from hand painted model trains. You think that we can watch short circuit in the afterlife or hide a pile of blankets in the leaves? Waffle shadowing a fall a greater sacrifice. This stuffs its mouth with snow caps and hums a tune. This movie won't reveal its title to the ending. Credits scattered throughout, they just obscure the film. Held my breath last night to have a friendly conversation. It reminded me I'm not the type of person that's worth saving. Oh well, farewell. farewell. I know you're leaving, and I'm right here, slouching for months and seasons. Each one meaning something different, though I cannot for the life of me pronounce the mission. I'll tune my radio depending on your frequency And speak your words to strangers without pleasantries placed inside the kiln And paint myself in heated shows with winter window film The mystery is safe within What will I be if I could just uncork and redirect Or motivate the stiffness to be loosened into drying sand I write to you and though it's hidden means no disrespect This gesture from myself to you beneath the land I never wanted summer to end And all the hot rain smells like crayons get the first birds fed I'm a shoulder that's been cried on a road until time's gone and now it just feels like it's time for bed i vow to dream of you and misinterpret meaning a congregation with its flock that's missing limbs we're both dragging ourselves towards nothing somehow understand it's only us it's really him i try to nourish you force a habit down my hands that don't know better seeking praise of something else shelves are lined with plates you bought and hid beneath your bed along with coins you never spent but saved them all since i was 12. i scratch for writing all the same songs in paper thin emotions while forming to a painted mask i wear the mask when i'm alone and paint the cabinets to look the same they've always looked a loop and comfort needed task please don't try this at home they'll see the bloated swollen rotted wood that you've been calling your throne and all the papers you saved in your face it needs shaved and in the morning they can tell you've been dissolving alone i see the window from the garden like it's 88 spent the summer digging in your heart like it was made from clay camping in the valley under skies that never dark and gray a film like trading places but the title screen will just say
I've never been, not that I can recall, so broke by somebody's album before. Mm. You know, push back on this if you like, but it it's it seems like it's it's you just processing grief right. the entire time. Yeah. Like there's no break. There's no like if there's humor in it, I missed it. Um <laughs> and I don't mean that in a bad way at all. No, I mean no, that in no, a good no. way. I'm affected by your record. It's it, I appreciate it. It is pretty dense. Um I will say the only reason that I ended up leaving um, Geode on in the middle was because it was somewhat of a breather from the rest of the album. Even though it's still, lyrically, it's still a little heavy. It's a little... That's the one where you got that, like, up and down flow at the beginning? Yeah, it's like a real twinkly, like, um, piano and harp uh, sound in it. And it's, it's more, like, it's more upbeat. I'll I'll say that. Yeah, I have my note for Geode is the last verse is amazing. So you can take that to mean the other ones weren't, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, I'll work harder on the on the <laughs> beginning verse when I re-release the album. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I love the last verse on on Geode. Uh, yeah, that's actually a reference to the movie The Gate. Um, which is like an 80s horror flick about two kids who open up a portal to hell in their backyard. Um, I think I heard of this. Watched it with my dad when I was a kid. We rented it a couple times. And there's one scene, I think it's Stephen Dorff is the actor, and he was a little kid. He he looks down at his hand and there's an eyeball in it, and he ends up uh. stabbing it with a piece of glass. And that has stuck with me for my entire life for some reason. And I've actually written about that in various songs. Um, so, that, yeah. so that's where, <laughs> that's where that comes well, from. Another thing I think that you do in this record that I've, I haven't heard anyone do before is the, you, you really do. You're, it seems like you're doing two things a lot of the time and you're, you're talking about being an adult and dealing with, the inevitability of people dying, mm-hmm. specifically your father. Um, but you're you're also spending a lot of time in your childhood as well. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of, um, this is how it was then and this is how it is now. That's a smart move. It really, it invests a close listener into what you're talking about. Because you're establishing like, this was a house that we lived in. Right. And we were a family uh, at some point. And the walls were this color or whatever. Right. And now navigating it, you know, through the grief. And, yeah. it, and it's interesting talking to people about things because I'm sure, you know, when you're writing something and you have a particular idea in your mind and then a few years go by from when you actually wrote the song and bits and pieces of that are lost to you as to, as to why you wrote them. Um, oh yeah. It's, maybe not the grand message of the song, but just like pieces that you connected before. Sometimes you forget about them. So it's, it's always good to talk to somebody, another artist about stuff like that, because yeah. I'm sure that there's things that, that I missed connections that I made three or four years ago when I wrote a song that I, I don't always connect to now. And it could also be like we talked about before, about their ill intent. You know what I mean? You write a song, right. especially, especially a writer like you, because it is 
a lot of stuff is wide open for interpretation, sure. I think. Right. Has that been an issue at all? Because you were also talking about how you were worried. Um, you said you were really scared and terrified and frightened, and uh, you asked me to <laughs> hug you um, because you were you were very scared about people hearing this record. And then you stopped and wept for a bit, and I was like, it's okay, it's okay. And I think I edited most you know, of that out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that happened. Let's not pretend like it didn't happen. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I remember the conversation, though, just like, um, yeah, having intention in something and leaving it leaving it open to other people's interpretation. Um, yeah, and you're, that's right. You were worried about it. You were worried um, about people misinterpreting stuff, maybe, and uh, unless I'm misremembering. It's not necessarily a worry. It's, it's more the idea that maybe I'm not doing a good enough job in the parts that are more free association writing versus the parts that are more direct. Um, but I really don't feel like that's a problem with it. I, 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 I don't either. I really don't because I feel like, first of all, when we were talking about corny white boy music. That's my favorite right? topic for us to discuss. <laughs> if you put too much honest truth out there that's too direct, I think you have a problem. And if you uh -huh. don't put enough out, maybe it doesn't get the intention across, but I think sometimes if you just leave in one or two things in a, in a song that are more direct, it shapes the rest of it in a certain yes. way. Yes. And, yeah. and it also smacks you in the face. In in my opinion, like it's, it's like dropping drums out and then right. bringing them back in or right. something like it's, um, fuck, fuck you for divisions of time. Um, Oh yeah. For yeah. real. Uh, Thank you so like much. For, have for... Thanks for, so much for listening to that. Like being the first person to listen to that too. Uh, when, when I ne needed somebody to listen to it. <laughs> uh, I'll be real with you. I was, I cried when I listened to it a minute, a little while ago. I've said this before, but those last two lines, like they'd hit regardless. I think they could be, at the, they could be at the end of money cash house. <laughs> and I think it would work. But the fact that it's at the end of you doing your thing. Yeah. And then, there's a moment there's a pause and then you just you come back and you say a literal two bars that are crushing there yeah. i mean it's crushing dude yeah. i was i was worried that if i talked about this i'd start crying on the thing but i'm like feeling <laughs> feeling myself real cool right now so i don't think it's gonna happen <laughs> but fuck dude that is that's a moment mm -hmm. like in songs like for for me yeah. of the past like long time yeah. it's so good and it's so heartbreaking that's my, I think that's my main example of um, what I was talking about when things, when you're not really trying to think about something and it just kind of like smacks you where, mm -hmm. where you were at that moment and you, you just kind of, you're in the middle of a normal, normal conversation and something comes to you. I think that's probably the, the best um, example of that that I can give on this album. Um, okay. Not that the rest of the last verse wasn't pertaining to that in some way but i i definitely feel like that line sort of comes even though it's related it still comes out of nowhere but uh, yeah i it's it's i mean it, it comes out of nowhere in the sense that like there's no you're you're you're, you're talking to us pretty plainly at that point like right. you put the poetry book down and you're like listen yeah and then you have two bars that you can tell how much it hurt you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could, I could see you in that moment, you know? Yeah. I mean, obviously I can't, I have no idea what you've been through, but it, it fucks me up, man. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Um, 
it's my i think it's my favorite part of your record but it it really does it makes me want to go home and give my dad a hug yeah. you know not to brag or anything yeah um <laughs> no you're good <laughs> You're good. Sorry. <laughs> I made it 20 minutes. Or... <laughs> no, that, that um... was good. That was good. No, yeah, I, I, I appreciate that. And I, like I said, I appreciate you listening to it um, early on. And I think there, there's some, like there's, there's an example in that song of something that, that might just sound like a, like a loose train of thought, but it's the, um, God, I don't even know my own lyrics, but it's the part about, you know, ripping the tea bag open, watching the tea leaves lie in the sink, which yep, is, I remember. it's not really the most effectively delivered line in terms of like rap lyrics and delivery, but it was just such an ingrained moment in my brain. It's like one of those things where you, you, you kind of don't get to choose what you remember from certain circumstances, but it's just right. in there. Like, you know, in the hospital, uh, haven't had coffee all day. Their little coffee machines broken. So I end up buying like a tea bag thing and just getting warm water. But the tea bag, it's like a only good for a certain machine. So, um, it doesn't steep and it just has tea leaves in it. So my only thought was I need caffeine. So I have to rip this whole thing open, dump it in the, in the cup and, I take a sip and it's terrible and there's tea leaves in my mouth. So I end up just dumping it out in the sink, like things like that. Um, they just kind of stick that stick in your stick in your brain that you yeah. have to end well, up. I think they, it provides, it provides some sort of context and color mm -hmm. and weight to everything else. Like the, the best movies have, well, good movies have like things that could be defined as like a non sequitur or whatever, sure. or like right. they've done well, they serve to, like compliment the rest of the movie. Yeah. And, and I think that the teabag bars do that. The, the teabagging scene. Yes. The teabagging, <laughs> yeah, the part on your record where you're talking about teabagging, right, right. I think they go a long way to putting us in the mindset of you in the hospital. <laughs> I also think you need to have things in there. Like, uh, not that this album isn't personal and selfish, you know, just in the way that like, you know, they, it, it's helping me or get something across, but things like that, nobody's going to, have a frame of reference for like this is <laughs> right. this is my own thing like the other stuff even though it's intensely personal you can understand it but i think i understood the tea bag line like i was like i, I got from that i don't know if you're trying to convey frustration or not or just or yeah, whatever but yeah. like that's that's how i took it that's, it was like that's about it. you're you're frustrated as hell and like yeah. what do you what's gonna you need a fucking break you yeah know? exactly this is divisions of time from hand-painted model trains they're all from hand-painted model train that's the album that we're talking about <laughs> Thank you. 
to it Switch reasons under dreamer's eyes In a hush the car's static while the speaker's side I'm alive today He croaks a baritone left alone Chipping teeth like spines sliding in and out of bone Just pop the socket in place Don't wanna show the muscle leading to the table's edge A nicely balanced flowered vase Is the room a bit drafty in the night? Can you see the cars parked with snow that piles up outside? Open up a bit, see what people say Spout gold-plated wings, ain't no feathers that can hold the weight Speed it up a bit, rewrite till you break your back Open up a vein so they can skip the fucking track Sometimes you want that static when you flip the channels Then think in abstract language painting backdrops Celery green walls with red lantern focal points A scene of cold air with steam trails to blacktop. Figures playing fields of vision oblivious yet purposeful And bend the purple light replete with yellow brimming bursting glow I'll skew the chain link rotten front and manage to obscure and lure Its presence set before me meets the stretch of my peripheral But give me a moment, wait, who am I again? Let's retrace my path like silhouetted dance steps Shoulder glancing distance, empath misprint It's a goddamn eulogy for lost keys With tea so crooked spent the morning in the lockup To my shoulder blade and plastic bags of lunches Hung for wrists and salutary ways Could write a thousand words on how compassion made my choices bend But truth is that there's little smears of guilt that drip beneath my pen My wrist is smudged Hope tomorrow brings another bridge to burn The weather's looking promising But sometimes promise is a backstabbing pain Your own blade and don't get sheathed Yo, I got this. Fear of success that I've drawn the face of failure on poor art restoration Neckbeard Christ pocket incarnation Cans of laughter filled with pencils My image crosses arms But look down to fingers crossed Beneath black ties and crack utensils These songs can fill a weighted blanket Space where nothing lays asleep on foam for cushions Spine that's never straight Caffeine headache, coffee maker broken Rip the tea bag open in the room temp Dump it out Just watch the tea leaves line the sink With a wrinkle in my scalp Where's my audience? Wear a nice color With a mind that knows no peace Wear a feeding tube Lose some sizes in your jeans Lost inside in your teeth, lost recipes for foods will never be closed eyes that never sleep. There's a processing fee, and a fee to not process. It's a layaway plan with bed strings flatter than the wear in the carpet. Knees with no carpet, stacks of books sacrificed for the harvest. Dry wood and burned authors, broken steps, we failed sponsors. I stroked his hair with semi open eyes. He never would have let me get that close while he's alive. My next question is, where do you see yourself in five years? Um, oh God, I've been working on a, an, a play. It's about tea bags, and okay. it's a puppet theater play. I, I assumed it was. <laughs> Can't get real talking tea bags. Yeah, <laughs> I've tried. No, is that a serious question though? No. Okay. No. Right, okay. So your album's got a. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get silly in a second. I know I've been serious this whole time. Um, but <laughs> your album's got an incredible reception congratulations thank you everyone likes it everyone <laughs> that i like that i would assume we respect mutually they fuck they're fucking with it good. hard Glad everyone's talking good things and don't be like good you know it you've seen that shit seen, you know, seen you know they're it digging makes me it. feel good it makes me feel good yeah 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 so and, and you deserve it well thank you you did a have you seen the movie funny games yes the, the home invasion movie 
Yeah. Yeah. Where like the point of the movie is that you're an uncomfortable, like you're suffering along with the family the whole time. Yes. There's no reprieve. Right. The one moment of reprieve, spoiler alert, the guy gets shot and then his brother like rewinds time, like which is never in the movie at all. Like it's, it's just, it's meant to punish the audience sort of. Your album kind of like when I'm done with your record, <laughs> I'm so broke, dude. Yeah. Like, and that's a feat. You did it. Like that is a, I'm, I'm serious. Like you, it, it, you, your, your writing and the production and your delivery all complement each other on here. And, uh, you, you nailed what you were trying to do in, in my opinion thank you yeah actually somebody uh referred to it as the the requiem for a dream of uh hip-hop albums yeah well that's there's two comparisons that are pretty <laughs> similar so you might even consider that that's the case it, it, the thing that sucks is that like i i don't like those movies that make me feel uncomfortable the whole time but 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 i but i i get that though like i totally understand that and i think it's i think it's fairly accurate i think that there is there's a little bit of warmth i i hope that comes across um there is that you know like i i guess i i guess i worried about that to an extent like how punishing is this um because it's it's rather i guess it's rather unflinching in in a lot yep. of ways um i don't think i go into anything that's too nothing graphic or anything like that but i think it's just overall mood right um mm -hmm. and some of the lyrics that come through but yeah, I hope that there's like a, like, like some sort of comfort with it, uh, in warmth, just in some of the memories that are expressed throughout it and just being able to, I don't know, profess some of these things. Like, I, I hope that it, it feels to the audience like, yeah, it's, it's heavy, but you know, in doing this, maybe there's a weight lifted at the same time. The next time I listen to it, I'm going to try to listen to it with that in mind, because I can I can definitely see that being a thing that I missed just because I don't see good in, in anything. And so you're giving me an album about grief and I'm going to be like, OK, this album about grief. I'm going to miss every uh, warmth, every piece of warmth you got. I mean, there might not be any. I, I could be wrong. I'm terrible. I'm a terrible judge of what I what I make. So uh, <laughs> I just knew. it was. Well, no, I think I think it's probably stuff I took is bad. Like yeah. you. you you know, your talk about childhood and like memories and stuff like that, those could definitely be interpreted as warm thoughts or sentiments yeah. that I would have automatically mm -hmm. categorized as like, he's still got me trapped under a cinder block of grief, you know, <laughs> yeah. for the next 30 minutes or whatever. So well, I got to listen to it again maybe, with that in mind. One of the, like one of the things that I, I hope people do get from it um, is that there's some really, there's some real joy in, in, in the, musicality and the creativity of it um that i don't i think people will find is like interesting when they first listen to it like some choices in there but i hope that people can see that it's difficult to be in a place of total and utter despair and really enjoy the process of making something too so mm -hmm. there has to be something else going on there and and that was sort of like just the idea of trying to give my all for this as like a, you know, like a, uh, a project that, that really means something to me and having all these different parts in the album musically that come through. There's, there's definitely like a, like a happiness when it comes to trying to get everything to move the right way and trying to get everything to sound interesting throughout and not, mm -hmm. not really trying to bore you too much with keeping things the same. 
there's not a boring moment on there. It should be illegal to listen to one song on there. I think you have to listen to the whole thing all the way through. <laughs> and then you got to take a bath, the cold shower after that. Oh, you got to wake um, up, yeah. No. <laughs> no, I'm not <laughs> I meant because you're sitting in a pile of tears after <laughs> I, listening to I it. I just want to turn every question around into something negative. Well, I don't really feel like that's a good... I mean, I, I don't like those movies. You know, they make me feel uncomfortable. I hope that... I, <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, I'm the contrarian on this podcast, yeah, exactly. okay? Right, right, yeah. how, many, how many minutes do we got? We have one minute and 24 seconds. Okay. All right, then, Guy. Let's get a song done, all right? Okay. I like you as a friend. Do you like me as a friend? Yes. I like you as a rapper. You like me as a rapper? Yeah. Okay. Well, now that you know, your record's out, we'll get some verses from you. Yeah. So I think that's that's the goal. I think that is my goal for right now, is trying to get some, uh, some of those guest verses out and done. Okay. Let's concentrate on me first. Oh, yeah. Yours are, yours are the two oldest. So we'll get those taken care of. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> Yours are the ones I haven't worked on the longest. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I have part of I have part of one of them done. I just okay. had to I had to throw it out cuz I didn't like it. Okay. I'm really curious to hear you on those joints cuz they're completely different beats than anything on here. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, it's going to be a little yeah. a little bit more light. <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah. Um all right, so we're going to be closing soon. Everybody, this is unsung. Not unsung the rapper, regardless right. of what his Twitter exactly. page says. Um, we're best friends, yep. and we go and we get ice cream together. Yep. Um, he just made an album that's incredible. Tell them what it's called again and where they can get it. Hand painted model trains. Hey, this is Chaz. Uh, great job, Teddy. That was a good interview that you did there, brother man. I was totally psyched the whole time and just cheesing, and he was answering my questions like a boss. Huh? Cool. Well, you know, let's go ahead and get up and clean all your stuff up, and I'll help you put those fishing poles uh, back in your car, and you can go ahead and head on home. Whack, B. I thought we were going to be kicking it all weekend and fishing and just chilling next to the fireplace, bro. Eek, no way, man. We got to edit this thing and get it out to the public. That's who wants it. So go ahead and get on home. But, like, I didn't drive. I got dropped off here by, like, an Uber and my phone broke. Teddy, get out. Where am I supposed to go? Can I use your phone? Chess slowly opens the door and points. Look over that way. Do you see that mountain peak in the distance? The, the one right there? No, no, God. No, past that one. Look at the one past that one. It's in the horizon. It's all fogged up. Yeah, that looks far. Well, it's not close. How far is that anyway? God, it's, it's yonder, Teddy. Okay, it's yonder. So you're going to walk up to the top of that second peak in the haze. At the end of that, at the bottom of that hill, is going to be a little town. They probably have a phone that you can use. To call an Uber. You're going to be a little farther away. I don't know the address of anything down there. Sorry, bud. Okay, so will I see you guys? Chaz quickly slams the door in Teddy's face. The bedroom door opens inside the cottage. Cabin, sorry. And we hear a voice. Who disturbs my slumber? And scene. All right, good job, Chaz. Tell them where they can get the album. So the new album's on Damn That Noise, unsungraps.bandcamp.com. And exclusively written and produced by myself. Um, uh, please go check it out. 
There is, I think as of the recording of this, one cassette available still. And I would love to get your opinions on it. And I promise you won't be so devastated by it. But I, I hope that you get something from it. And so much thanks for Teddy for coming on and kind of playing along. And I, I really do hope that he's safe since we haven't heard from him. Uh, we're going to leave you with one last song from the album. This song is called Odysseus Recovers His House. <laughs> I painted all my skin with the wind for this partnership Sober when slobbering, convulsive and bothersome My blood steeps in cardamom Pods in a spacecraft and I my escape route When time passes and burrow in the belly of a beast Sleeping tall grass, a dry laugh Crack in the back of your head You were not dreaming again Or reading a book from the end To finish a bedding a sentence it led Apricot, lemon wedge, pack of palm oils in the sheets of your bed Deny your ghost by staying the host or demon instead Or having nobody, having nobody, having nobody to me you were all the same, all the same Paper lights in the chest of a paper mache Hollow man who portrays life without change or upgrades Pausing the seconds in sync with the music The pause is the same to see what you've missed I'm dying to live in the pause you skipped Lying in water so warm as you bathe I wasn't laughing or singing, I'm without music Hiding these remnants, little that remains Much in the way of the clutter, happy to sleep And so much for others, little that remains All of it detained, happy to talk No, I've been avoiding it, I've been a bastard Sometimes a poet, find me in sweaters Never in robes, always in pages Tie up my belt when I look indisposed Happy to stay and never to go You look incredible though, thank you I thought that myself, I needed to tag you in photos I wish you wouldn't, sorry I couldn't stay But the whole thing, I've been avoiding Bruises that remain, temperature rise to the top once again can't stand toe-to-toe with sympathy Truth don't run away from cowardice Beat it in your brains with your clenched fists You'll probably stay the same unless you find your own way out of this